0: Chapter 15 I know my last letter sounded angry. That is because I am. But I should not be disrespectful to people who are helping raise my child. I just want to know something. On her birthday, does she know that she shares a birthday with her father? Does she know about me? Does she ask about me? What are you telling her? Is this wise what you are doing? Keeping her away from me? I don't know what I would do if I was in your shoes. But please, be a better person than me and tell her about me. You can make me sound like a dangerous man. Just let her know I exist. And tell her I say happy seventh birthday to her. I miss her. Regards, Mulatleghi. Liko, the activist, was tasked with fetching Tsechufat and bringing her to the prison. When she arrives at the prison, she is led to the visiting room and finds Pearl waiting there for her. Good morning, Auntie Pearl, greets Tsechufat. Oh, wow, you're making me feel old. You can call me Pearl. Um, Do you know where my dad, Mulatlechi, um, is? asked Tsechufat. I caught that. You called him dad. That's big. You know? In all of this, the both of you are brave, highlights Pearl. Why would you say we are brave? How am I brave? Us a curious Um... We did come into your life and changed it. You are willing to open wounds you didn't know you had so that you can experience a second chance. Pearl sounds genuine in her admiration of Tzeghufat. Second chance... I feel like you get it. I didn't know I would ever get to meet my dad. I was angry with the father I thought abandoned me. But when I realized that he was forced to be in prison and he didn't abandon me, I now have a chance to know him. Tsukhavatsu's face glows as she speaks about this part of her life. There's still a lot that I hope your father will tell you. His story always makes me emotional. Even when I heard it in my varsity days, reflects Pearl. Varsity days? I don't understand, replies a confused Tseghufat. At law school, one of my lecturers spoke about his case as an example of a failure in our justice system. When you read his case, you couldn't help but feel the injustice of it all, comments Pearl. Are you talking about how he ended up in prison? What exactly happened? Asked the curious Tsukhufat. Yes, that is what I'm talking about. But it's your father's story to tell. "Um, Is that when you met him? Asked Tsukhufat. No, I met him about five years ago. As a practicing lawyer for Mandela Day, we visited this prison and listened to people's stories. When I saw his name on the list, I remembered reading about him in university. I begged to be paired with him so that I could meet him and get to know him on Mandela Day. And I decided after that day to a pro bono on his case. We tried to appeal his case, but his lawyers made many mistakes with his case and it was not possible. But your father was obsessed with getting to meet you. He didn't care about his freedom and the injustice of being in prison. And it took us five years to find you. And here we are. Reflects a smiling and proud pearl. How did you find me? Asked Tseghofatsu. Ah, you can ask Liko the activist. She doesn't want to tell us her secret methods. Maybe she will tell you. Pearl and Tseghofatsu continue to talk and get to know each other. Warden Maluleke brings Malatlehi to the visiting room under the pretense of having to help clean it. When she got him into the room, she closed the door and blocked it from him. What's going on here? Maluleke! Arsen upset uh, I was just following others. Don't be rude to your visitors, comments Warden Malilek. Pearl, why is she here after I made myself clear? Asked Mulatlihi. He is visibly upset and struggling to hide it. Mo, I made a commitment to you to be by your side through the process. I can't imagine the trauma of your past. But I'm scared of you letting go of an opportunity you have prayed for, for over a decade. Your daughter is here now. The choices you make now can become new regrets or the beginning of happy memories. I would rather be a bad lawyer that doesn't listen to you than be a bad friend that doesn't do the loving thing. I apologize for not telling you about the plan, but I don't apologize for doing it, replies Pearl. Pearl then leaves the room and tells Warden Maluleke to wait with her outside the room. Were you upset with me? Is that why I haven't seen you for three months? asked Sofat. No, I realized I still have baggage and I'm scared of hurting you. In my brain, I think I'm protecting you by creating distance between us. But Pearl is right. It's my fault. I pushed you too soon. I'm just not used to adults telling me the truth the first time. Just makes you become forceful. So I'm sorry for taking you to a dark place, says Teghufatso with a regret in her tone. No, nothing to apologize for. You've always been a hope for me. When I got over myself and my pain, I wanted to live for you. I started to clean up my act after disappearing in the first three months of your life. Your grandparents didn't allow me to see you until you were six months old. I had to go to social workers in the area to help me get to see you. But they told me that I should get my job back, attend therapy, and show that I can be responsible. So I did all of that. My old employer gave me the job I had before being promoted. They told me I had to re-earn their trust. I joined the gym, attended grief counselling, and when the social workers felt I was ready, they allowed me supervised supervise visits with you. Every Friday, for two hours, I was allowed to visit you. Even if they would only allow me one minute, I would have done it. As Mulatlech explains himself, Tsukhufatsu could not help but wonder why her grandparents treated her father this way. But my grandparents are loved by everyone in the community. They're such good people. But why did they treat you like this? Did something happen to cause it? (sighs) It's complicated. Um, They believe that I corrupted your mother. They believe she followed their rules, protected her virginity, and then I arrived and made her bring shame to their family by causing her to fall pregnant. We were never friendly when the congregants at church saw that your mother was pregnant. Even after you were born, they wanted to keep me away so that I wouldn't infect you with my sinful ways. But I tried all that I could to make them like me. It never worked. Watamaluleka enters the room to tell them that time was up. Mulatlehi apologizes to Teghufata for taking three months to speak to her and that he would like for them to continue seeing each other on a weekly basis. Teghufata tells Mulatlehi that she forgives him and looks forward to seeing him the following week.